It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast as we talk real estate right around the UAE and available on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Well, the first week for 2024, didn't that go by at lightning speed and into another weekend, the first weekend for 2024 around the UAE. It is Saturday today, January the 6th. And if 2024 is the year for the big move, we have you covered with so much information on property right around the UAE. Yes, it's fair to say that we do focus on the Dubai property market, but we look at the other Emirates as well. And we have been looking back across 2023, the commentary, the predictions, and what we were talking about last year. It's our New Year's podcast real estate series for the UAE. And in this episode coming up, I'm talking with Tatyana Laskova from S&P Global. And we spoke back in April of last year. We talked about the possible R word, a possible recession, and how Dubai would perform against other countries globally in that situation. We also covered off talking about developers and much more. And just a reminder, if you'd like to email us, you can do that. Our email address is dubaipropertypodcast at gmail.com. We respond to all of your emails and we love getting them. Well, coming up next, Tatyana is here. That is all on the way. Navigate the world of real estate like a pro with expert insights, opinions and trends to up your game and knowledge when buying your next property. From luxury villas to affordable apartments across every suburb in Dubai. Talking real estate with comprehensive insights on the Dubai Property Podcast. Well, we know that the Dubai property developers are making a pretty good go at it at the moment for 2023. The numbers are expected to rise for growth this year. And as a result, we should have a pretty stable real estate sector. And joining me this morning from S&P Global is Associate Director who has recently put out a report, Tatyana Leskova. And Tat- Tatiana, welcome to the Dubai Property Podcast this morning. Hi, good morning, Craig. Thanks for having me. Now, one of the talking points is the recession risks globally. This is obviously a really big concern for 2023. The report that you did, the S&P Global report, it took into account this whole aspect of recession risks and what that could possibly mean. Why do you think Dubai is going to perform pretty strongly? Excellent question. And um, yeah, we still think the outlook broadly for the real estate sector in Dubai is quite stable, despite numerous economic pressures that are mounting globally. We still think the developers and real estate operators will continue to see growth, will generate strong cash flows and will continue to see some improvement in the credit metrics. 
Some of the factors that are supporting our view are, in fact, um, favorable macro environment. Dubai's GDP grew by around 5% last year when we, we expected to continue to grow at around 3% this year. We expect the population to grow as well. And some of the major pressure points uh, globally have been less acute for Dubai real estate um, companies. These are, you know, mostly related to cost inflation, also to high, uh, higher interest rates. So cost inflation was much lower in Dubai last year, and it's expected it will remain around 3% this year as well. And uh, Dubai real estate is generally uh, not very sensitive to interest rate hikes. It's essentially a cash market. Uh, the bulk of the transactions, over 80% of real estate transactions are uh, made in cash. So the increase of in, in interest rates has uh, relatively limited consequences for the Dubai real estate. And at the same time, the currency depreciation, currencies depreciation we have seen globally is seen as rather a, uh, you know, a protective feature in, in Dubai, uh, UAE Durham is back to the USD and international buyers coming from the emerging markets see the as a as a hedging option, in fact, to hedge their currency exposure. So, you know, overall, we think this uh, economic uh, pressures globally will be less severe in Dubai, although we cannot say that Dubai will be com completely immune, of course, because it's an open economy. So there will be some consequences. That's why we think for real estate, there will be some stabilization in terms of prices, but we are not yet talking about a decline or the change in the cycle. Yeah, it's quite interesting, isn't it, that there is this sort of cushion effect. It's an insulation, if you like, because of those cash sales. And let's just have a look at real estate companies. What is the outlook for rated Dubai-based real estate companies? Because based on what you're saying, it's kind of business as usual. It's insulated to some degree, of course, as you said. But um, one thing we always remind is a cyclical sector, yeah. And in addition to being cyclical uh, globally, it's also volatile in Dubai. It has to do with the large share of expat population, which generally declines in cyclical troughs. It has to do with the fact that the real estate sector is, is sentiment driven and sentiment can relate to anything. It can be geopolitical risks. It can be oil prices. GCC uh, buyers are a big uh, group in Dubai. So basically anything that happens to the oil price may affect their purchasing decision essentially. But broadly, you know, we expect this year will be another strong year for, for real estate developers. We expect them to generate very strong cash flows because even if we talk about price stabilization, we still the demand we still think the demand will be quite healthy. So the very strong pre-sale momentum that we have seen since 2021 will continue and you know we still have evidence of uh, developers launching the projects and then being fully sold out within a few hours or within a few days. Demand is still quite strong and we think it will continue until the year end. Yeah, talking about the, the way that the these developers are just selling things so fast, how do you think the Dubai property developers will achieve that positive cash flow for the fourth consecutive year in 2023? It's been several years. Uh, developers uh, were not generating any cash flows at all. And that trend changed completely in 2021. And the reason for that is that basically the, the funding requirement, the construction costs that they needed to spend on ongoing projects, on new projects, were completely outpaced by the cash collection on new sales they were making. 
And so basically they are now in a period where they're still collecting a lot of cash from new sales. And there's, you know, new projects being launched every week by different developers. And at the same time, they have a relatively um, big pipeline of projects coming to completion. And with the current favorable demand trend, they're able to collect, you know, up to 30% of the value of the properties they sell on handover. So this further boosts their cash flow generation. And how will Dubai real estate companies, do you think, continue to deleverage and improve their credit health in 2023? So we expect growth. Yeah, they will continue to sell pre-sale of planned properties. This will lead to revenue increase and EBITDA. And in fact, importantly, over the past couple of years, they've been able to pass on double digit price increases, both in 21 and 22. While there's been some cost inflation at the same time, you know, the past, uh, the price increases uh, by far exceeded cost inflation. So they, they have all of them demonstrated a very significant improvement in their margins. So profits will be increasing, uh, cash flow generation will remain very strong and, you know, all of this will lead to, to a reduction in leverage, so reducing uh, debt balances. Okay, and what about uh, factors? What factors have contributed to ample liquidity and limited funding needs for Dubai's real estate companies? What's happening in that space? Yeah, well, liquidity has to do with the cash uh, balances they have, and it has to do with also limited uh, refinancing requirements. So they generally exhibit relatively long-term funding. Their capital structures uh, have long-term debt, so there's limited short-term refinancing needs, which is a good thing, of course, for them, given how the interest rates have increased. And at the same time, they have rather limited, at least for the companies that we rate, they have limited investment projects. Yeah, so they they're not in a phase of uh, active investments. And has anything surprised you in the first three months of 2023? Is just sort of having a look at where we are compared to maybe where we were 12 months ago. Yeah, listen, I think it's quite surprising how, how the positive traction is still here. Yeah, we have the numbers from Dubai Land Department. You still see double digit increases in the number of transactions in Dubai. Prices are increasing as well, but at a uh, de- decelerating pace, really sequentially, months over months. And we, we think this deceleration will continue throughout the year. But I guess the surprise is how the strong the demand is still until now, despite, you know, everything happening happening globally and recessionary risk in some part of the world like the US. Dubai seems until now to be quite sheltered and uh, it has to do with many things. But I think the measures taken by the government in terms of, you know, new visa introduction, bringing in new businesses by allowing 100% ownership for ownership for mainland companies, I think it's all helping in bringing in people and uh, Uh, One thing I think is quite sure, Dubai's visibility internationally has significantly improved uh, after COVID. And uh, we we generally think the population will continue to grow at around 3 to 4% this year, and this should sustain uh, relatively healthy demand. Yeah, yeah, it's all just uh, growing, growing and uh, continuing to grow. Tatyana, lovely to speak to you this morning, and thank you so much for coming on to the Dubai Property Podcast. 
Yeah, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate. Just having a look at the advantages of buying off-plan property in Dubai, one of the key things is that it is a lower upfront cost of negotiation, of transacting the property. What else is an advantage for people buying off-plan? When the property is handed over, generally speaking, especially in a rising market, is that the property you know is probably worth a lot more than what you actually paid for it. The payment plan is in place, it's fixed, and you stick to that particular payment plan. And right now, I can't see the market doing anything but going on an upward trajectory, albeit perhaps on a slower rate later on this year. The skyline is constantly changing, growing, and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.